These are real people. They do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. She's not a great match for me, and that's okay. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so they can't appreciate, yeah. Dad came upstairs, and then I heard him say, like, it's happened, and I was like, what's happened? It's difficult dealing with our minds. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. I feel like a lot of the friends that I did have have sort of stopped speaking to me because of it and the suicidal thoughts were bad. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. Not only did this help me to light it, mm. it potentially might have helped some other people as well, so it sort of started from there. And then she was like, okay, tell me a bit about what's going on. So I told her everything and her face dropped. You're not depressed, it's, it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, and then they want to talk about it. Welcome everyone. <laughs> Welcome everyone. We're back. Uh, it's it's been a while. It's been since, and we figured it out. It's been since Halloween of last year, and we all got busy in different directions. First thing I want to mention is I have been following both of your latest excursions and efforts via Twitter, and your blog posts, your articles, your podcasts. You guys are doing awesome work. Just great stuff. And it's inspiring, and it's um, it's thought provoking, and um, I would you know for anybody who's out there listening for the first time, if you're not following at least two of the three of us, the guys with the M names, Matt and Mike, if you're not following them, follow them because because <laughs> they actually have something to say. <laughs> Our fearless leader has something to say too, you know. Yeah, that's that is true. That is true. Uh, we've heard the rumors that, so, of season two <laughs> <laughs> exactly well mike has a big um monumental episode coming up don't you mike like aren't you approaching 100 yes soon? it's really weird it's really weird because i i'm on i think episode like 93 or something like that um but because we've got like the separate feed that we kind of have with the megacast and I've done a couple of other like shorter episodes before, which was like uh, like were they like Mike's notes or mobile Mike or something like that. So I'm actually already on like episode 110, but because I don't number them like that, they're all it's yeah, it's a weird way to look at it. So I was thinking, oh, I want to do something cool for episode 100, and then I worked out I'd actually already gone past 100, and I was on like 103, and it's like <laughs> damn it, I missed. <laughs> so so yeah, I in the way I'm numbering them, I'm coming up to 100. <laughs> <laughs> Which will be pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I don't know if it's going to work out that it'll be a, a special episode or anything like that. But I think one of the things that um, I really want to add in a bit more to to my podcast is to have a little bit more music. Like it's been something that I've kind of wanted to do for a little while and um, just to tr try and change it up a little bit. And I know where we've had a little bit of a break since... The last time we spoke and it's been kind of it's a chance to sort of refresh some of the podcast stuff as well and think about uh the way we put 
our messages and our recordings and stuff like that together so uh that's something for me and i've also changed the intro as well um from the um like the default drumming that i put together with um garage band i've actually put some snippets of different people speaking now oh cool really yeah i heard cool. that dude. yeah like yeah I wanna. I I'm trying to keep it so I can change those for each episode. So as I go through and add in more recordings, I can kind of change it up a little bit. Um, but I really like it. Like a big part of the the stuff that we've spoken about and that I find is actually it's talking to people and hearing about their stories and their experiences. And to be able to include part of that in the intro is really cool. I think so. Um, I couldn't be bothered to wait for episode 100 to do that. I did it and I was like, oh man, this is cool. I'm, I'm putting it in now. <laughs> that's cool. Is that kind of, a, and that's a, this is kind of a general question. Is it kind of an exercise in, in our recovery process to, to say sometimes, now don't be so regimented and so rigid to where, oh, I really want to do this, but I can't introduce it until episode such and such. Yeah. Why? Because it's a round number. That's why. Yeah. Leave me alone. You know, I I get like that's my yes. wife hanging stuff. Yeah. Um, hi, wife. But... <laughs> hey, Nancy. The guys say hi <laughs> as you're as you're banging on the wall. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think that's gonna help. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. I can, you can hear the voice in the background very, very quietly. Right. <laughs> she said hello. hello. Um, she asked if she should close the door. I'm like, I'm just going to let that hang there for a minute. Um, I can't see, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> she, she asked me that yesterday. She goes, you guys do this on Skype? And I said, yeah. And she goes, so you can actually see each other? And I go, no, it's just audio. We thought about that, but... Do we really want to look at each other while we're trying to do this? <laughs> Not really. Not really. I mean, you know. <laughs> but no, anyway, so like while Mike is talking about, you know what? I don't I'm not going to wait till episode 1. It it makes me think how often I go, "Oh no, wait. It's got to be it's got to be regimented. It's got to be a round number and I have to I'm going to launch this after only after this one is shut completely down and this and then I I back up sometimes I get really stressed out. And I realized that the only one who's putting all these rules on on me is me, <laughs> yep. you know, so which is kind of how I ended up getting into this anyway. It was just kind of a free form thing. And I just said, well, let's see where it goes from there, which is totally unlike me, mm-hmm. you know, so that I don't know. I, maybe it's an exercise in recovery that that you just say, no, I want to reintroduce my stuff. I'm going to change things up now. On episode ninety three, which doesn't mean and you know it doesn't have any. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even in a five or a zero. No. Uh, <laughs> I think what's, sometimes what's... I find as well is like exactly like you're saying is that it's that almost like the delayed gratification like I don't deserve that thing so let's push it back like there's a reason to postpone it and um, I don't know. In our typical uh, overthinking mind, you could probably overthink it quite a lot. And that's probably part of why we sort of do that. Because if I'd have waited to 95, I would have then thought, ah, I'll leave it to 100. And maybe I'd have done something else for 100 or it wouldn't have matched up. And then I'd have thought, well, should I wait until um, whenever? Uh, and I do think sometimes, like you say, we have those moments where we get that inspiration and that motivation 
and we're excited and it's like let's do it now and most of the time we ignore that <laughs> but every so often there's a like I guess that little bit of energy or excitement kind of comes out and I think it's cool to recognize those things as well wow um before I make any other comments I want to I want to say Matt can you relate yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I've changed my music several times. Like, if you listen to the very first episode, it was, you know, like it was, it, it was kind of a rock beat, and then it went to a different rock beat, and then a different one, and then it went in, into like the uh, theatrical kind of music. So, it kind of comes in spurts where I will get inspired, just be like, you know what, I need to change, and then I just do it. So, I don't really do so much of the episode number type of thing, although that is part of it. You know, I mean, I I try and make like milestone type of changes here and there, but I really just kind of like, you know what? I'm tired of this music. Screw it. I'm changing it. And so I just do it. Um, and, you know, I, I've I've always considered myself a rocker and I always will. And I, I liked how my podcast first started because it was it was just me talking for, you know, for the most part. And I was sharing my stuff and I was doing my thing. And I'm like, you know what? I'm a rocker and I'm a survivor and I'm going to do all this. And once I started doing more interviews, I started kind of going down the road, excuse me, the road, <laughs> the road <laughs> of the more um, <laughs> uh, inspiring type of music. So mm. maybe it's just a bit for me, maybe it was kind of a natural change to, to kind of go from where it was just me sharing to where it's more having guests on there and having the uh, inspiring kind of feeling. You know, I think it's that and part of it, it's just. You know, me also just wanting to sometimes kind of change things up a bit and keep it new and interesting. So mm. it's I mean, but but when I do you know, change something, oh, yeah, it's a lot of anxiety. I'm like, well, should I do it? Is everybody going to like it? Will it suck? Did, did I choose the right music? Well, maybe this isn't the right time. And so I overthink everything totally. But I end up usually doing it once I find something and then I end up being pretty happy with it. So, mm. well, like from my point of view, I I I. I wish I could be more like Matt describes, but I am much, much more like Mike just described. <laughs> I mean, I, I, and I, and I get what Matt's saying about it when I, you know, when there's, you feel like making a change or whatever that it, it's, it's refreshing and you just, you just take a shot at it, but there's a lot of anxiety on it. But with me, there is, there is very much that component, like Mike just said, um, yeah, do I deserve to do this? Because, you know, I, I the, um, well, I'll just give an example. Like, uh, I, I want to change up some of my equipment, uh, uh, audio wise, just to, just to kind of refresh that too. And to, to kind of get away from, you know, the, and, and I find an excuse not to do it all the time. Okay. I will literally talk myself out of it without even trying because, and this comes from my family of origin, they used to say to me, boy, you have to find something wrong with everything. And I'm like, I kind of do. And I don't, I don't like it. Um, but, but I do get to that. I don't know. When Mike said that, my heart just kind of just jumped up in my throat for a second because I'm like, yeah, no, don't change anything. You'll just screw it up. It'll just be worse than it already is. You know, I mean, I just, the self-defeating, um, I don't know how to explain it other than that. I had a really good explanation, but that was before I opened my mouth. 
<laughs> As you were saying that, I was like, quick, where's my pen? Where's my bit of paper? I haven't got my notepad out just in case. <laughs> well, and that, that's what I was doing while both of you guys were talking. I was writing down words like, um, you know, anxiety trigger or deserve or, um, and again, I find myself amazed at how the things that I probably wouldn't say out loud to anyone uh, if I hear it said back to me, as matter of fact, as you guys do on many occasions, mm. which is part of the reason we do this, especially for guys, mm. um, I, I just sit in awe of the fact that I'm not anywhere near as goofed up as I thought I was. And no, Matt, don't chime in and say something because I know it's I know it's there. I'm not saying nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not saying a word. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's the cool thing, isn't it? Though, like we sit down and we talk about it, and we we've had conversations before where we say, "Look, we don't know what the answer is, or this is what I've experienced, or what I've struggled with, or what I've succeeded with." Um, and I don't know the impact it's had on me. Uh, and but being able to have that open conversation, and like you say, sometimes we'll talk about something, and actually we've all had a very similar experience, or it's been right. very different for us. But it's having that open conversation, which we enjoy, um, but we also kind of want to help other people feel like, actually, do you know what? We're just three guys that decided to sit down and have a conversation. You could just decide to do that as well. So I think that's quite a, a cool thing to kind of, I guess, flag up every so often and say, look, we're just sitting down and talking. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And I mean, I think that's the beauty of of how we do this is it's not scripted at all. And, you know, it's just, I don't think it, we it even need isn't. to say that. <laughs> I know, right? But, you know, no it's just us, you know, three guys talking from different points of the world, hanging out for, you know, 45 minutes or an hour, just talking about struggles or things that inspire us or questions that we have. And, you know, like Mike said, sometimes we have answers and sometimes we don't. And sometimes we understand things and sometimes we don't. But just to have, that kind of validation and somebody echoing back things that you're already thinking goes a long way to helping us, you know, in that, in whatever the topic is, or just in, in daily life, because, you know, we oftentimes get so isolated in our own little world with our own podcasts, our own blog, our own jobs, our own families, our own friends. And, you know, it's, it's nice to come back here and just be among three people who are just, you know, all of us are on different paths, but we all have very similar struggles. And it's always nice to kind of get that little reminder that even in the midst of all the craziness going on in our lives, that having, you know, these kinds of conversations just kind of bring you back down to earth for a little bit, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, not that we're full of ourselves, but, you know, just really kind of give you that reminder that when you are in the midst of all the trials and trying to figure things out on your own, that there's somebody else out there who gets it. Yeah, right. Exactly. And and it's well said that, you, you know, it's not that we're full of ourselves. It's that sometimes we we have a tendency to uh, to isolate. We have a tendency to um, over criticize ourselves. So if we don't have any other input, even on something like this, I mean, I don't go into big, long details at home about what's going on with a podcast. I sit down, record it, edit it and throw it out there. And sometimes I want to have those conversations, but it's kind of like, me, yeah, no, it's just too much to get into. And it's, you know, we can we can be very self-critical. And if we're if we're just in that little if that's I always picture it as the, you know, the uh, hamster on the wheel. 
you know, the hamster's going 90 miles an hour, but he's not going anywhere. You know, and that's where my thoughts usually are, is I just continue to regurgitate the same things over and over unless I have outside input. I I just sit there and, and go in this vicious cycle where nothing ever gets accomplished because I don't I don't seek input from beyond my own head because what I'm doing is quote unquote stupid. You know, that's that's and I've had I've been like that. In fact, yeah, I've been like that as far back as I can remember. I mean, it comes from childhood. It definitely does isn't something that uh, came about in my adult life. However, it does affect my adult life, you know, 50 some years later where I'm I'm still sitting around going, oh, I got this. It's kind of like what Mike was saying. I got this great idea and I'm going to and over the course of a few minutes, I will go, you're an idiot. That's stupid. Don't do that. Blah, blah, blah. And OK, so what do I do? Nothing. <laughs> you know, it's it's uh, it's amazing. It's amazing the things that uh, we tell ourselves that are completely untrue. I think, like you said as well, sometimes it feels a bit strange to go and talk to someone about like the blogging or podcasting or if other people do different things. And if you're going to sit down and talk to someone that isn't necessarily involved in this type of stuff or kind of, I guess, being an advocate and, and talking about mental health. And it can be a little bit hard for people to hear and it can be hard to talk about. And it's that first bit, isn't it? I think... Once you've got to the stage where you've had the conversation with somebody before, it's so much more relaxed because you don't come in quite as anxious about it. And I think that's mm -hmm. why it is so hard the first time you sit down and talk to someone about something. And uh, I, I can't particularly remember what we spoke about the first time we podcasted, but I imagine it didn't flow in the same way that our conversation flows now, even though we still have those <laughs> lovely pauses. Um, <laughs> I think like there, there is that kind of um, understanding that everyone kind of gets it as much as someone is going to get it. And that there isn't uh, a judgment on, on what you say or what you've experienced. And, I think that is going to be reflected in other people's conversations and the way they sort of start to approach stuff. Um, and so I think, yeah, sometimes, because I've spoken to people, especially in the last week, uh, so for my workplace, we've been doing um, conversations in the community about mental health because in the UK it's been Mental Health uh, Awareness Week. And mm -hmm. uh, a few people have sort of spoken about their their struggles and their experiences and actually a lot of people do kind of seem to have had a very negative experience the first couple of times they've spoken about mental health whether that's been to a professional or not and I think it's really important that we acknowledge that as well because I think sometimes we um, we can go through and we do this thing where you're you're talking about sort of making sure you're really open and that you listen and respect and you're not judgmental and stuff like that and you can say that as the um, person that I guess is being spoken to more, you can feel like that conversation's gone really well. Um, and you might have done everything in brackets right. Uh, but as the person that's maybe disclosing something in that conversation, you could still come away and be really apprehensive about how that's gone um, or have a negative viewpoint, even if it's gone as well as it could. And that's important to recognise as well and kind of continue that conversation as much as possible and don't go, oh, okay, that wasn't the best or it didn't go great. Um, like 
see that there's some positives in there that you did start to talk about it that you did kind of introduce that subject to a new person and kind of start up uh, a new rapport with somebody or introduce them to a topic that maybe they wouldn't have or couldn't speak about before um mm-hmm. and i think that's really important to kind of throw out there as well because we've we've touched on quite a lot of different topics and we've jumped around and and that's been really cool and that's possible because we're open about it but we also feel like i don't think any one of us feels like the spotlight is on us it is a conversation that we're all involved in and we're all sharing yes yeah yeah Yeah, i go ahead yeah i was gonna say no i think you're right and i think one of the things that i have found as i've been doing this podcast and doing blog posts and all and coaching and all that stuff is that i have become more courageous is maybe a good word to say in Mm. terms of like starting this kind of conversation with people who I might not normally start this conversation with, or if somebody asks me about it, you know, rather than brush it off and give like a 10 second general answer because they won't get it. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more encouraged and confident to, to kind of talk about it a bit more and share a bit more. And most times I think people appreciate taking the time to explain what I'm doing or what I'm working on, just as I would take time to understand and listen to something that they're doing that maybe I don't understand or I don't really know that much about, but I'm interested in them. And I think sometimes we don't give people enough credit. And I'm not really sure where I'm going with this with this topic, so I'm just kind of running with it. But I think, you know, just, just to kind of get back to what I was saying is that I, I'm, a, I'm more courageous and confident bringing up this type of conversation now than what I was before. Mm. Um, and I think part of that is due to us having this conversation here. And of course, you know, each of us having our own podcast and listening and supporting each other and kind of walking our own talk a bit. Um, and you know, I mean, it's been, um, you know, a difficult time at times, you know, like trying times of, of, of doing the stuff we do can be hard and, but we keep going and, you know, you know, like being able to come together in this manner, um, really just kind of helps keep everything in perspective and, you know, let us know, like, I think, you know, no matter how many times you say it to somebody, um, you know, you're not alone, you're not alone, you're not alone until you actually feel it. It doesn't really make that much of a difference, but, you know, coming on here with you guys, you know, once every couple of months or whatever we do it, it always just feels like we just kind of pick up where we left off. And even, even if we don't touch on the topic that we planned, mm. you know, it just, it, it's great because we're just kind of chatting and airing some things and getting stuff off our chest or just talking about what comes to mind. And, you know, I think, you know, the uh, response that we get from people is that they appreciate our, our, our humor and our candor and our, you know, everything that we talk about because we are just three regular guys, guys, regardless of being an advocate or not. And so, you know, I think we can all take some encouragement and confidence in getting, getting out of our comfort zone more just by doing stuff like this. Right. Well, and I, I think, uh, I think a lot of it has to do with um, the confidence that's built in educating yourself. You know, I mean, quite honestly, none of us would have much of an interest in, in mental health concerns um, if we didn't have the struggles to begin with. And that's most people. You know, most people get into any kind of advocacy based on uh, based on personal experiences. And it's... Um, you know, when, when, like, for example, Matt, you, you know, you've become a coach, a counselor, these kinds of things, 
you have to have certain things you have to have a certain knowledge base in order to do that and and i think we would all agree that when you're confident in your knowledge base it it gives you confidence in your communication and the repetitiveness of interviewing other people sometimes you you have to ask the same question of two or three different guests over the course of 6 months and you learn um, over the course of time, just by doing it, you learn how to how to approach a question or how to, you know, so you just become good at what you do. And the reason you do that is because, first off, it starts with a passion to to I, I think, you know, we, we would probably all maybe word it a little bit differently. But the bottom line is, is if we could have a perfect world, it would be no one would ever feel the way we have felt in the past, mm. you know. If we could have yep. our way, um, we know that's not realistic, but we also know that reaching people that um, that needlessly suffer in silence is is kind of what what causes us to do this, because we really we know what it's like to feel like we're the only ones. And our our dream, our wish is for no one that we know, at least someone within our area of influence, I'll say. Um, to feel that way and to at least at the very least know that there are avenues that they can that they can go healthy outlets that they can go to as opposed to some of the paths that are taken um, in order to find relief you know and those are those are wide and varied but um, there's a lot of there's a lot of bad out there but um, but there's there's good opportunities too to to have these conversations and we have fun with it we're not sitting here being, you know, the, the, uh, you know, woe is me type. I mean, yeah, we, you're right. We, and, and people listening, I listen to you two and I go, man, they just sound so upbeat. They laugh all the time. I don't know how they could possibly have struck. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, Wes, don't you laugh and have fun? And, but that, that doesn't, that doesn't speak to what's going on deep down inside, you know, the, the obsessive thoughts, the repetitive, thinking the codependency the you know the just all of the garbage you know um but at the same time we can we can have these discussions and and we're lighthearted about it in a lot of respects uh, so that maybe other people can realize you know it's not all doom and gloom there is there is a a lot of positive out there for us agreed yeah, there is, there is a lot of positive. And I mean, I think we are lighthearted and we laugh a lot because that's what we do. And I think part of it is because, you know, it's kind of a defense mechanism. But part of it, too, is because we've been doing it for a while. So we've we've got a certain comfort level of being able to talk about this kind of deep, tough <clears throat> um, topics and conversations and be able to keep uh, some distance from it, so to speak, to kind of, you know, step back and see it from, you know, where we were in the midst of that to where we are now. So we've, we've, we've been through it enough and done a lot of healing along the way that we can talk about it and not be to the point where we're spinning out and stuck and depressed and, you know, down now because of something that triggered us. So I think that speaks to all of our healing efforts, but at the same time, you know, like Wes said, you know, when, when I listened to, to you guys and to other podcasters and I hear them laughing and talking and, you know, you know, they have some very uh, uh, interesting guests on or the music's really cool or whatever. We always have to remember that, you know, these, these, you know, everybody who does this, we're still all real people. We still have our own struggles and 
Um, you know, it, we're not above any kind of rough day or bad day or, you know, feeling depressed or down or going through some struggles just because we sound like we're upbeat. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. that, that's what uh, uh, editing's for, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I try, to, I try to not edit too much out of my shows, but I mean, you know, I mean, but let's face it. I mean, sometimes we do edit out certain things for various reasons. And, but, you know, the reality is, like we said, you know, this is just, we do what we do, but we still struggle perhaps right in the middle of that podcast. And maybe we kind of break down afterwards and be like, man, that was a tough guest or man, that was hard felt. And, but we, we find a way to hold together and talk about it because it's important to us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we feel, you know, a certain uh, obligation to present topics that we are passionate about and to those that will resonate with our, w with our audience too. So. Right. Right. Exactly. I've done that thing where I think thoughts, but I didn't write them down. So, I, I, yeah, no comment. <laughs> you know, when you're like, oh, damn it, why, why, why didn't I write any of that down? <laughs> I mean, we've we've kind of strayed from the original topic that we decided to do oh, with the last one anyway. Yes, because there, so. there was a point about <laughs> well, five or six well, minutes ago when you said we don't always talk about the topics, and I thought that was going to be like our intro, and then we just carried on. <laughs> I'm thinking, well, you know, like we we've already been talking for about 40 minutes, so I'm not yeah. sure it's going to be like, prudent of us to go down a whole new topic. So, you know, what maybe we could do. what's up? We what we could do is because we've just kind of done a general almost kind of a reintroduction. You know, it's kind of like, hey, I miss these guys. You know, <laughs> so we've right. just been chatting. But what we could do is we could finish with the topic that we originally started and just throw out a general thought. And then maybe get together a month from now and and flush it out it. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Wait, like what was that. that? That's good. That's all. That's kind of like forward thinking. It seems like a really strange thing for us to be doing, but yeah. <laughs> I know that. That's probably why I felt so apprehensive about mentioning it because that's not. It's not our normal gig. No. It'll be. Well, we'll imagine put, we'll, all the less anxiety we'll have once we start planning the next one if we already have a topic i mean oh, my god you, so. i mean you are making the assumption that we remember <laughs> well that's true <laughs> i'll get a text in three yeah. weeks from one of you going what were we going to talk about yeah <laughs> was it something about yeah. cars <laughs> oh no oh. but you know the more podcasts i listen to the more apologies i hear for people saying, I'm sorry, I'm way off topic. I'm sorry, I'm way off topic. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I've been hearing that a lot lately and it makes me, it's validating because it makes me go, yeah. oh, I'm not that bad. You know, I mean, it's, I'm not any worse than the next guy. Um, but you know, because of, it's, because, of what, because of the things that we've been talking about, maybe it kind of shapes the conversation we were going to have better anyway. Um, no, not really. No. <laughs> That was a nice try. That's, that's just crushed that segue right there. That's assuming that any conversation we have actually has any shape. We're just kind of a kind of a bit of a blob. That's you know there it is. <laughs> oh, here's these three guys. Let's listen to what they're saying. Oh I'm my gosh! That before we started, uh, I actually wrote down some notes uh my notes are one word and the word is the topic that we were going to have 
and we've avoided that for about 40 minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, how, how have we managed that when it's literally the only thing I've written down? <laughs> we are just that good. We, we are. are. And now I'm afraid to let it go into the next podcast because I'm afraid one of us will, will misplace our, our, our notes, which I think I have. If I don't, if I don't, Oh, no, wait, I'm going to call this episode religion eventually. <laughs> like, it's literally the last two minutes, guys, but hang in there. <laughs> yeah. At the very end, I was going to say, we need to put a disclaimer on there that says, yeah, we didn't really get there, but uh, if you... We're we like... talked about getting there, and <laughs> the reasons we about... didn't get there. <laughs> yes, we did a preamble. Yeah. The problem is, is the stuff we've done so far is too good to leave on the cutting room floor. It has oh, to go yeah, out yeah. there, so... I agree. Yeah, so we gotta we gotta leave it at that. I think um, like we mentioned at the beginning, like because it's been so long since we did the last episode as well. It's been a little bit of a of a catch up and a conversation about a few different things. So I reckon that's justified. That's right. That's when we just look at the audience and go, you know what, you guys, you're just gonna have to wait. We need some catch up time yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then we we'll have agreed back. that somehow next episode is gonna be the topic that we were gonna do this time. Yes. Yeah, we can. No. We yes. can. And like I say, if we want to, well, let's see. I'll do this and you guys chime in because this seems to work the best. As one of us comes up with a topic or one of us says something and the other two go, oh, I'm jumping on that. Yep. So let me let me do this. I'm going to throw out <laughs> all of this. No, I'm going to throw out uh, a note that I had. Well, uh, two things. To, to close up on the discussion we just had, I thought of both of you guys this morning when I saw this on Facebook on a it was just a quote on um, on a recovery page. And it it I thought of you two. And then I thought of this post again as we've been talking. And the, the quote says the distance between dreams and reality is called action. And um, I, I think. Yeah, the, the, I think the reason that it, that it got to me is because we've all shared at one time or another that we kind of got into this with, you know, kind of a vague idea of what we, you know, what we wanted to do. And then kind of to Mike's point earlier about kind of, and Mike, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm just using the general term self-defeating, mm. you know, where it's just like, I shut myself down before I even have a chance to get started because, you know, aim low and then no, no one ever sees you fail kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, but the distance between dreams and reality is called action. And I think that's kind of where we're at, not only in podcasting, but in our recovery, in our, in our human journey, is we're not going to sit there and just keep, you know, dreaming, just having the, 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 uh, um, the hamster on the wheel dreams that just keep regurgitating over and over again. We want to turn it into action or we want to turn that into reality. And the only way to do that is to get bold, to get, you know, as, as Matt was saying, to get more courageous and, and simply take action and not get so caught up on how big that action was. Let's not measure the action. Let's just say I moved a step forward today. And then, you know, tomorrow I might move two steps forward. Next week I might move two steps back. But I am constantly seeking uh, to move forward. And and I think that brings us a little bit closer every day to, to you know, I, I don't think I use the term ever recovered. 
you know, you're never going to hear me say, oh, well, I used to be. Well, it's kind of like, I mean, from my point of view, it's kind of like, I used to be an alcoholic. I am not anymore. No, I always look at it as I have two choices. I can be an active alcoholic or I can be a recovering alcoholic. Those are the only two I have. <laughs> you know, I can't ever be a non-alcoholic. So, that you know, there's never going to be a time when I'll drink like a gentleman, as they say. It just doesn't work. <laughs> I do, you're saying that, I do find it interesting because I have seen a few people talk about their journey to recovery or a recovered da 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 and I, I, I do find it interesting because I, I kind of agree with more of your line of thought that um, whether it's been something I 100% believe or it's just made it feel easier, it's just to go, I'm always going to be affected by this mental health illness and as soon as you accept that kind of actually the the path to whatever form of recovery you're looking for becomes so much easier because it becomes possible because if you're looking for that kind of I'm 100% perfect and cured and whatever that just seems so unrealistic and so unobtainable maybe mm -hmm. you do get there but I just I don't know that that should be your aim um, because I don't know that everyone's going to get that and I don't um like I don't expect or have that as a target for myself like it's just to understand more or better deal with and be able to communicate more about what you're experiencing rather than right I am currently ill and I want to be cured or better or whatever um mm. but I do find it interesting when people talk that way in much the same way that we said before actually when you sit down and have a conversation, you kind of want to talk to someone that thinks a little bit differently to you and like, oh, okay, so why do you use that terminology or how do you feel all about your story? And yeah, I, I find it interesting. It's very much not the way I think, but yeah, it's interesting. Mm. And, and before we move off of that, I've got to say this because I'm horrible at taking notes. That right there is an, is an example of respect that I think perpetuates the conversation the three of us have mm. and perpetuates the conversations that we have outside of this little circle. You don't have to believe exactly the way I do is kind of what Mike is saying. And and I am no under, even, even in my codependency, I fight with this. I am under no obligation to believe exactly the way Joe Blow does. Mm. But I am interested in what he has to say and I can I can listen without judging because I'm going to pick up nuggets from people. I'm going to learn something in every conversation that I have. It might be that I don't want to have a conversation with that coworker ever again, but at least I learned something, you know? So, um, but, but I think that's, that's a respect factor that, you know, and let's be honest, we see it on social media a lot where, um, you know, someone puts out an opinion and they're blasted from here to next week for that opinion and everyone tells them why they're wrong rather than try and understand how they got to feel that way in the first place, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, I think, uh, I think everybody can be guilty of it, but I think, I think because we've all been there in one form or another, I think that's kind of what causes that respect to come out. It's like, look, I love hanging with these guys. I love these guys, period. Um, you know, that's more important to me than any, little philosophical you know you know what i'm saying does that yeah. make any sense at all yeah and i think it's actually almost like a nice segue into the conversation <laughs> we're gonna have next time <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Well, I'm just going to throw this out there, and if it lands on its if it lands on its ear, then I'll know. Um, like Matt said, we we edit for various reasons. Um. So, it's my opinion as a general, you know, just a a, a white milk toast middle aged dude. Um. Who, who attends church, who believes in the Bible, who follows the Bible as best he can in his day-to-day life, it is my opinion, and I have heard many church people say it, that the church community as a whole has the worst grip on the reality of mental health. Um, they don't get it. And... Um, not to say that you know those of the those who think they get it within the church community are generally wrong, but that's just me being a cynic. I, I do believe that. But um, probably the easiest way to say that is I don't think there's any, I don't think there's any group of people that is as uh, I'll just use the term clueless <laughs> when it comes to mental health as uh, the general church community. Um, discuss. <laughs> well, I could definitely go off on this topic, and I know we're running out of time, so I'll, I'll keep my my statements and or thoughts somewhat short because I know that we're going to get into it more on the next episode. But if I just said that I agreed with you like a thousand percent, would that suffice? And just to you know reiterate, I mean, I did a podcast with a guest. Um, that podcast is going up actually tomorrow, depending on when you're listening. It's already then, but um, you know we. Part of the conversation was she was coming out of a um, abusive relationship, and the advice that she was getting from the church and the church counselors was just so unbelievably not good and not healthy and off the wall and mm-hmm. just not good. And I mean, it set her back in her recovery. And you know, when when during that conversation we were talking about it, and I was just shaking my head because I had heard some of the same things and some of the things she said I I had not encountered. But it was just that when you go to the church or you go to whatever your higher power is to reach out for help from that body of people and you don't get it or you get some really, really disturbing, unhealthy, um, invalidating advice, even even if it's well-meaning, mm-hmm. it can really be damaging. I think I think the church as a whole has a long way to go towards understanding the struggles that somebody who is coming out of addiction or uh, has a traumatic past or has an eating disorder or, you know, is, is a recovering insert your own thing here. And so, I, you know, the church should be a place where you can go for peace and for support. And, you know, a lot of times, unfortunately, it just isn't for any, any one of numbers of re- reasons. And, you know, it can really set you back and really damage your, your own faith if you're not careful. Oh, oh man. very, very well said from my point of view. How how have I ended up as a person that's somehow going to defend the church? <laughs> this seems very unrealistic. Um, yeah, I, 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 I agree to some extent. I think for me, um, uh, again, to kind of echo Matt's words, is that we'll, we'll go into it a lot more in the next episode, but. Um, for me, I think it's it's always been slightly different in the uh, the church itself. I guess as a as an organisation is is something that I very much felt uh, 
kind of pushed away from or alienated from uh, in terms of the traditional views, uh, the way that that is expressed and taught. And I've been to friends' weddings where there's been scripture that I very much... I don't know about kind of a combination of don't agree with and find offensive, I guess. Uh, and I've kind of been there, stood stood in a church um, as someone that is divorced, stood next to my friend who's gay mm. and had parts of the scripture for our, our friend's wedding. And I'm like, dude, do you know we're here? Like, <laughs> like, this is really quite offensive towards us, like your friends, not just as a general viewpoint, but... Um, so I think there are some really negative things there, but I also think my interpretation, I guess, of, of church and of religion is very much about finding your own way and your own path and your own, um, belief, I don't know, process systems, whatever. Um, but it's about giving you that kind of, that bit of passion, that bit of ownership over, it's, it's how it's what you choose to believe in it's what you choose to put faith in and I think there's some really positive messages in that and there are some people that are regular um churchgoers or active within other religions as well that actually are very understanding of of mental health that have experienced it themselves that have found a huge benefit of being part of that church community um so while our while my experience and my view is not wholly positive of the church, I've somehow <laughs> feel like I might be the one that's going to talk about more of the positive sides <laughs> of that. In I the cannot future. wait to have this conversation next time. I know. I, know. I don't. I don't think we're going to be able to wait a month. <laughs> <laughs> right. We might. We might have to, but we certainly can't wait any longer than a month. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, and I mean, I think just to just to. To, to to echo Mike's thing, um, you know Mike's statement as we kind of close it up here for this this episode. Um, yeah, I mean my experience in the church is largely very positive in many ways, but in this particular area, my own experience is not the most positive and favorable one. So I'm anxious to hear Mike's version and Wes's version and see how you know ours kind of mirror each other, how they might be different, and really just have a good conversation about it. So I think it's going to be really good. I think it's interesting I, I, because I think it sounds like it might be the topic that we have the most different experiences on as well that we've spoken about so far. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. And, and again, the cool thing is, even though I think for, for me, it's, it's um, kind of a difficult subject to broach because early on I was always, you know, kind of the, Oh my gosh, you know, if, if I'm just now learning this, then, then, you know, here's some really positive things that I never really knew. And then over the course of time, you get jaded mm. and you just don't want to have the conversation anymore. Um, but strangely enough, the three of us, oh, my gosh, this might be a subject we can actually have a good conversation about. And, and with all the earmarks that we've been talking about, about, you know, respect and coming at it from different angles and mm. and under, understanding what what the other person's point of view is. And it helps me. This is in my recovery. It's a big thing. Get out of your own head. You spend way too much time in your own head kind of a thing. And to hear other viewpoints um, actually spoken in a conversation like the three of us have is, is going to be very good for me, very healthy, very 
Um, yeah, very, very good. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. So we'll, we'll, we'll have to. Uh, <laughs> I hate to use the word market, but we'll have to uh, mark this one as. Oh, by the way, we had a general conversation, and at the very end, we started talking about mental health and religion. <laughs> For literally you know the what? last two minutes, it was still a good time. So yeah. <laughs> it was, as always, as always. Okay. Yeah, so definitely stay tuned, everybody, because yes. the next episode is going to be even probably more interesting than what our past ones were, which yes. is saying something. So yeah, it is absolutely. It's going to be anybody a solid got anything three else? Out of 10. <laughs> What's that? It's going to be a solid three out of ten. Probably. <laughs> hey, we can always do three hours if we've got the time with it. We can we can split it up into three separate podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it might it might it might be. You never know. Yeah, you never. Uh, yep. Okay, so anyway, uh, Matt has a interesting podcast dropping tomorrow. Did you want to plug it? Well, oh, sure. Know, we won't. We <laughs> yeah. probably won't have this out before that drops, right? <laughs> well, no, yeah, because usually we always put these out about like a week later, and this yeah. is going out tomorrow. So <laughs> you'll have already probably heard if you're a listener to Beyond Your Past, the episode number seventy. So that's my milestone. Of talking with a survivor and artist and sharing her experience of coming out of an abusive relationship and how she reached out to the church for support and how that actually affected her in ways she probably didn't uh, expect. So that's my plug for that up- upcoming episode number 70. Sweet. Mike, anything coming up that you want to throw out there? Um, Other than Ginger Fest? Yeah, I've, got, I've just posted a blog post about Ginger Fest, which isn't actually called Ginger Fest. Um, which was <laughs> really <should> cool. <laughs> it should be. Um, I think at the moment I'm I'm starting to post a lot more about the mental health blog awards that I'm hosting in or at the end of July. Um, so I'm going to be posting loads of stuff about that, um, which is really cool. And um, it's starting to come together. I've got all the final nominees. I've got um, most of the sponsors sorted. I've got a couple of guys that are still in discussion. That I'm hoping to get sorted over the next week. Um, which will be really cool. So there's loads of stuff coming out about that soon as well. Awesome. And uh, about the only thing I've got going on right now is I'm starting to kind of migrate over to more of a kind of what we're doing here uh, to be more focused on advocacy um, instead of just my uh, semi-weekly rants, but more, um, more just putting spotlights on other people that are doing work like you guys are doing. And so I'm kind of trying to figure out a good path to make that transition uh, a little more solid and also uh, getting into some, um, I don't know, maybe some more fictional or, or artsy fartsy type stuff as I move along. So awesome, dude. We'll see how, We'll see, yes, yes. We'll see how that goes. And um, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've got. I got to start taking notes for next time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am just use the notes for this time. episode. <laughs> <laughs> He's good. He's good. Uh, cool. Well, I'm done. I'm done too. This, this was fun. Ooh. Yeah, absolutely. Always. It's really cool just to sit down and have a chat and get to about 45 minutes before you think, ah, shit, <laughs> we haven't actually spoken about the week. <laughs> we didn't get anywhere, but, you know. 
Well, now, see, that's the good thing about uh, about not doing a live show. We've all we can all edit and go. Hey, a general discussion that led us into our. It sounds like it's completely. You know, Plans. we have yeah. planned from from jump. You know, we know what we're doing. I mean, serious question though. <laughs> What's this editing that you guys are talking about? <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I love it. Well, you guys have a good week. You, you too, too, man. We will be in touch soon to schedule this. And a quick shout out. Thank you, everybody who listens and tunes into our 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 chats and our rants and our and everything about the Megacast. We appreciate it. Please mm-hmm. share it. Definitely subscribe to Wes's channel. Definitely subscribe to Mike's channel. And if you wouldn't mind, maybe subscribe to mine too. That would be great. Yes. Oh, definitely get him. Definitely get him. <laughs> oh, three. But, Yep, you guys have an awesome week too, and I will look forward to Mike's uh, blog award stuff and yes. Wes's upcoming new awesome content. And I will talk to you all very soon. All right, guys, take care. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. 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 These are real people. They do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. She's not a great match for me, and that's okay. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so they can't appreciate, yeah. Dad came upstairs, and then I heard them say, like, it's happened. And I was like, what's happened? It's difficult dealing with our minds. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. I feel like a lot of the friends that I did have have sort of stopped speaking to me because of it. And the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. Not only did this help me to light it, Mm. it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. And then she was like, okay, tell me a bit about what's going on. So I told her everything and her face dropped. You're not depressed, it's, it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, and then they want to talk about it.